Welcome to this feature from Scran, Scotland's culture and history website at www.scran.ac.uk. One of the few Scottish-born UK Parliament ministers who made himself known and heard, Robin Cook served as Foreign Secretary, Leader of the House of Commons, and represented the Livingston constituency. His life was not without its ups and downs. His resignation from the Cabinet, he strongly opposed the Iraq War, became the last major act of his career, and perhaps the one he will be remembered for. A Prelude to Politics Robin Finlayson Cook was born in Edinburgh to Peter and Christina Cook on February 28, 1946. He studied English literature at the University of Edinburgh and became a local councillor in 1971, which was a prelude to his parliamentary career. He had failed to win the Edinburgh North seat at the general election in 1970. In the 1974 general election, he won a seat representing Edinburgh Central. In 1984, he became Livingston's MP following the revision of constituency boundaries, a post he retained until his death. Although described as not being committed to Blair's new Labour project, considering it a rightist move, he became known for his debating skills in Parliament and was a front-bench spokesman by 1980, later becoming the Shadow Social Services Secretary some seven years later. Through the 80s, he served as Neil Kinnock's campaign manager in the successful 1983 election for Labour Party leadership. He became a prominent figure during Kinnock's modernisation of the Labour Party and took the post of Shadow Health Secretary in 1989. A decade later, with Labour in power, he became Foreign Secretary, a post he held from 1997 to 2001, having served as Shadow Foreign Secretary from 1994 to 97. Foreign Politics As Foreign Secretary, Robin Cook began his attempt to bring an ethical dimension to UK foreign policy. Unfortunately, his attempts left him open to criticism. During his tenure, the intervention in Kosovo was sharply censored as the UN Security Council had not sanctioned British involvement. UK involvement in Sierra Leone caused accusations that a British company offering military operational training was in fact supplying arms to the supporters of the deposed presidents during the UN embargo. He successfully convinced Libya to cooperate and released the accused to trial in the Pan Am Flight 103 bombing case. Return to the House of Commons After the 2001 general election, Robin Cook was demoted to leader of the House of Commons. Although still a cabinet member, the position was significantly less important. Despite this being an unwelcome move, he accepted. Cook was responsible for the debate over reform of the House of Lords. He documented his tenure as leader of the House of Commons in diary form, in the book The Point of Departure. He detailed his attempts to reform the House of Lords, as well as his feelings on politics within the Labour Party. It was acclaimed as being one of the most honest books to date on modern politics, particularly on the Blair cabinet. Resignation 2003 would be his final year in government, as the war in Iraq brought him to a point which he could no longer support. Earlier that year he had been a guest on Question Time, 
in which he rather uncomfortably had to defend the government's decision over Iraq. However, privately he was known to be a stern opponent, and this came to a head when he resigned on March 17th. His speech, in which he stated he could not support a war without international agreement or domestic support, and praised Blair despite disagreement, is one of the most significant political speeches ever given of recent times. It received unprecedented applause from all parties and the public gallery, as well as a standing ovation. Death. On August 6, 2005, Robin Cook and wife Gaynor were climbing Ben Stack, a mountain in Sutherland, Scotland, when Cook suffered a severe heart attack and was injured when he fell. A post-mortem revealed he had died instantly from the heart attack. He was airlifted by helicopter to Ragmore Hospital in Inverness, where he was pronounced dead. Even in death, he was not without controversy. Tony Blair, who was on holiday at the time, did not attend his funeral. This led to staunch criticism from the media, including particularly horse-racing pundit John McCrick, a close friend of Cook. Many believed Cook and Blair's differences over the Iraq war had created such a rift that Blair had snubbed the funeral. Ironically, the man he had spent most of his career disliking, Gordon Brown, did attend and provided the eulogy. The two had settled their differences after Cook resigned. As a testament to his fighting spirit, his gravestone reads, I may not have succeeded in halting the war, but I did secure the right of Parliament to decide on war. Thank you.